and welcome back. Let's go. Good time to be alive. Episode 10 of Tune In Podcast. Yeah, Andrew Braden here. How are you doing? Ooh, I'm doing good trying to survive finals. How are you? Well, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a crazy time to be a college student. Oh, yeah. You got to love it. Lots of sports going on, too. In-season Football, tournament. Basketball. It's just great time of year. Great time of year. Yeah, I was watching the Pacers and the Bucks last oh, night. So good. Ah, that was so good. Yeah, I Loved can't wait to dive into that tournament. It's it's there's some good stuff. Yeah. For those listeners, go ahead and leave us five stars on Apple or Spotify, of course. And follow us on Instagram at tuned in jazz. Um, we've been doing nine episodes or ten this is our tenth episode. Oh. So if you haven't heard of our podcast before or this if you're a first time listener go back and listen in to a couple old episodes we have some analysis of some past jazz games and we've really been going through every single game this year yeah um through the thick and the thin yes a little bit of thin this week rain or shine will be here um yeah we haven't missed a single game so go back and listen to those um but should we dive into there's two games since our last episode yes i think our predictions last week were a little off i think because mm-hmm. we predicted four games and three of them weren't even actually. Yes. I just, I'm not sure what went um, on there. But. We, we totally skipped the Mavericks and the Clippers games, yeah. but yeah. Mavericks game happened already. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Big loss. Um, and then the Clippers we can still predict, which is tonight. Yes, so it'll be good. Blazers was first, right, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Well, Jazz got the win. What were, do you have any thoughts on that game? Just I felt like we had that game in the bag in regulation mm. and so i wasn't i wasn't super thrilled that it went to overtime yeah um but still good that we came out with the win um i was impressed i think that was the big year at seven game right yeah what was his stat line it felt like he was getting he, had, he got that really big block in overtime yeah. uh put back dunk that so. was his only block and he only had nine points but he did have 15 rebounds yes and that's that's amazing yeah so he had a he had a steal as well, plus 10. He had the highest plus minus for us. So, yeah, he balled out. I also really like, Keontae George set another career high in points. It's probably just going to keep happening mm-hmm. this season. But, uh, yeah, he played pretty tremendously too. I, I thought he was really good. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we talked about it last episode when he got his last career high because he just keeps kind of yep. <laughs> getting a little bit higher each game um that's gonna keep going up so he hit 20 now let's hit 30 yeah absolutely i think he totally can another thing this isn't something we've said very often this season colin sexton had a very efficient game 25 points Mm -hmm. nine for 13 you'll love to see that that is a rare and only three turnovers for him is pretty good so (laughs) we still he would probably be the difference maker in this game i'd say him and your seven absolutely they both played really well we saw i think it's like a common theme. Jazz seem to struggle with athletic guards this year, and Shaden Sharp balled out on us, but we survived. So Malcolm Brogdon also did a really good job. He had he had five three pointers. Oh yeah, he had twenty five. Well. I'm surprised Jeremy Grant um, wasn't really yeah um, as good offensively this game. Last game he, he dominated. Mm-hmm. I don't think they had Malcolm Brogdon last time we played them. Yeah, I don't think so. Looks like Scoot Henderson did well, which is also, he hasn't been great this season, but he played well. 17 mm-hmm. points. It's not bad. 
For sure. So yeah, we'll take the that. Trailblazers had nine turnovers to our eleven turnovers. Yeah. So I'm okay. I'm or actually, whoops, sorry, seventeen turnovers by us. <laughs> I'm still not very thrilled about us in the game. No, no. But we still were able to come out with the win. Thank, thank goodness. Um, yes. Did you see uh, Taylor Hendricks played seventeen minutes in that game? Yeah, I think I I've been really impressed with him. I think. I, you know, earlier in the season, we questioned a little, why is he not getting any minutes? Mm-hmm. And this just makes me question, like, I know he needs to develop, but, like, why wasn't he doing it on our team? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I I like him. Shot the ball efficiently, so, mm-hmm. not bad. Yeah, he did all right. I'm 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 really looking forward to the defense from Taylor Hendricks and just, um, just be a role player, just fit in there like a glove. Absolutely. So he did. He did have two blocks this game. Um, I wasn't really able to watch, but um, I did watch some of his minutes against the Mavericks mm-hmm. as well. Um, do you want to just dive into that game? Yeah, this not as good of a game for the Jazz, but uh, did they say it was like the second worst loss ever? Yeah, like by points. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, Luca did his thing. It's just as much as I dislike Luca as a person you you can't help but just admire his game he's incredible 40 points triple uh, double in the first half yeah you can't forget about Kyrie either Kyrie I think Kyrie for the Mavericks I know we're talking about the Jazz but the Mavericks they need Kyrie Irving because he you know just quietly had 26 points but he also had three steals four assists three rebounds you know plus 26 on the floor I don't know how he does it, but Kyrie finishing around the rim just makes it look so easy. Oh, it's so like, beautiful too. He makes Walker Kessler look like he's six foot. Just like it's not able it's hard to block Kyrie's um finishes. But if I was introducing somebody to basketball, I would show them Kyrie Irving clips, I think, just to show them how beautiful the game can be. Yes. I always think that game winner shot in the in, in the, the finals, finals against oh, the Warriors. So good. One of the best shots of all time. Another uh Mavericks guy was going to bring up Dante Exum started for him. Did you see that? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I I was, I mean, six rebounds, seven assists. I know he only had five points, but kind of interesting. Very yeah, interesting. We, love, we you know, love to see some Dante Exum on other teams. <laughs> I'll be honest. I was hoping Dante Exum would shoot threes in this yeah, game for real. to give us a chance. He, only, he was one for five, and it seemed like, um, he he wasn't really hitting a shot in the ocean no, for a while. That's true. Um, so I don't know. When I saw that, I felt like maybe we had a chance um, with Dante in the starting lineup. It was yeah. just terrible. I can't believe we lost by 50 points. <laughs> I think the biggest reason like why we lost this game was just, one, the Luka effect. So you could maybe blame a little bit of 147 points on their good offense. Um, but you have to think about the Jazz defense. Um, we can't give up that many points in a game. Nope. And like Will Hardy said, we need to put our effort on the f- on the floor, um, wear the wear the jersey with on, right? And so I I want to see a lot better defense from this team. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I totally agree. Really, just effort. Mm-hmm. And because such a a great talent, and uh, he was gonna put up, he was gonna have a game against us no matter what, but. We would have liked to see at least put up a fight, you know, like make him miss some shots. He just he just was hitting on all cylinders and 
yeah, you can't let that happen, or else we'll lose by 50, like we did. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, Keontae George was a minus 48 oh my plus minus. Goodness. That is insane. That's nice. I don't know if I've ever seen... And uh, Baji was a minus 47. Jeez. Um, so whenever they were on the court, there was no defense being played. You brought up Ochai. I will say that was one bright spot for me. 21 points. Five three-pointers. Yeah. Two steals as well. Uh, we got a lot of really good young guys. And, of course, we're experiencing their growing pains. But Right. But it's kind of exciting to see that happen, even though. Uh, yeah, it's been a while that. since we've had an Abaji game. Yeah. He's kind of gone off for yeah, some points. For Keontae George still had 11 assists. Yeah. Um, but just, man, the offense doesn't matter as much in yeah. the shadow of poor defense is what I would say. Yeah. Um, totally agree. To go along with that, 19 turnovers in this game as well, just a side note. Yeah, yeah not a great game. I think uh, hopefully we'll move on tonight. We got the Clippers mm-hmm. coming to town. So hopefully a couple nights is enough for us to learn from it, put it behind us. You know, ready to um, what's your prediction for the Clippers tonight? For the Clippers, I've got a loss, unfortunately. Uh, me as well. Really? I think they're they're figuring out the Harden thing. I, I still don't buy into it long term, but I think right now they've figured it out. So I think it's going to be a loss. Yeah, it's hard to say with Markinen out of the game. Um, if you look on the injury report, Kelly Olenek and Jordan Clarkson are listed as probable now. Hmm. So okay. it might be their return this game. So who knows? Maybe Clarkson could have a good game back. Yeah, hopefully. Um, but I am still going to predict a loss as well. Yeah, it'll be a tough game. But we're going to be cheering for him. It's at home, so hopefully Jazz mm-hmm. get a win. And then on Monday, it's kind of a weird week. We have, we have four games, and each of them we go at home, on the road, at home, on the road. On Monday, we're in Oklahoma City. What's your prediction for that game? I think we talked about this last week a little bit. I last week I had a or last episode I had a loss for the Thunder. Mm. I'll go into the other games as well. Wednesday at home versus the Knicks. Yeah. I've got a win for that one. Okay. Interesting. I've got both of those games as a win. You've got the Thunder as a win. Yes. Not because you gotta explain that one. Yeah. <laughs> Thunder a better team than us for sure. But yeah. Uh, I don't know. Just going with my gut on that one. I think they're a young team too. You never know. Well, we could show up on a random right, night. Right. Maybe marking this return game that happens then. Yeah, I, I know it. it's that's what I love about the NBA is any team can win on any any oh, given yeah. night. Even if like you're the the Bucks or the Celtics and you're the best team by record, you can easily lose a game to one yep. one of the bottom feeders. Good thing I'm not a betting man or else I'd probably be out a lot of my gut. On that one, and then what Thursday, about the Knicks? Or oh, the Knicks. You had a win for oh, them yes. as well. I was they've been, win the they've been on a tear recently, they have, kind of yeah. quietly, but they they've been playing really well recently. Yeah, they're on a bad team. I've been really impressed with Jalen Brunson this year. RJ Barrett. I, I'll be honest, I haven't watched a lot of Knicks games, but I've been like following the stats, and RJ yep. Barrett's secretly been having some really good stat lines throughout the season. He's kind of been that player on the Knicks that mm-hmm. has not really been consistent. No. So I know a lot of Knicks fans that um, want to see R.J. Barrett yeah. be consistent, and I feel like if he is, that's the X factor for their team um, oh, yeah. to get to another level. But he's been looking good. Yeah, he's always a guy I've really liked. I I was really 
back in our days when we were waiting for the Donovan Mitchell verdict from the Knicks, I was really hoping we would get him in return. I, mm. I figured it wouldn't happen, but he was a piece I was really hoping we would see because he would fit hey, nice. Well, we basketball. ended up with Laurie Markkinen, so yes, we'll take that. Yes. Sounds like Donovan might might request a trade yeah, at some point, here. too. Who knows? And then uh, last game on Thursday, Blazers again. I've got this as a win. A win? What? We're going to be healthy by then, ideally. Yeah. And so um, the Blazers... We we've kind of had their number, and the we've I think we've gone two and one against them so far this season. So this is the last one. Yeah. Um, I think we can finish things out and get another one. I've got a loss, just another gut move. I I feel like this Jazz team's weird because like on random nights they'll just show up with like against the Suns when we went double overtime. Like it made no sense. Why are we mm-hmm. in double overtime with the Suns? Are we <laughs> we're a rebuilding team, anyways. I think that might be an off night. That's just my guess, especially on the road after a long week. It's hard on the road. I think our road record is not as good. Yeah. Especially going from LA to Oklahoma City, then back to Salt Lake, then to Portland. I guess they've probably done crazier things, but that just seems like a recipe for a loss. I'm going to say loss there. Hopefully hopefully they'll pull it out, though. Um, the Jazz right now, they're 6-4 and four at home and 1-10 okay. and 10 on the road. Interesting. So, That's who is our road win? Uh, trying to think. Trying to think too. Was it Memphis? It was Memphis. Okay. So that early season. That's game. not a bad prediction. Now that you think about, it. I'm still going to keep my win. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've lost. We're one for ten on the road. So oh we'll God. see if we can get one. So Last time we were on the road against the Blazers, we lost. But. Yeah, I wonder if that's tough on young teams. I haven't looked at it, but I wonder. Like how Keontae George, like guys like that when they're trying to like get their rid of stats them. versus at home versus yeah. on the road. especially like learning how to get used to the NBA schedule of like traveling so often and being mm-hmm. in hotels and different elevations and anyways it's kind of interesting we'll have to we should look at that but. yeah well um, we kind of already talked a little bit about the injuries I noticed you put this on here uh, I feel like the Jazz are trying to tank with some of these injuries that kind of are lingering. Yeah. Somebody mentioned that the other day and it's kind of a good point. Obviously like in the NBA, you're not allowed to just straight up tank with all these like roundabout ways to tank. And it's just interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if the jazz like told somebody like Lori Markin and just like, take your time. Like we don't touch your back like right away. Like we do need him back right away if we want to win, but if we're not trying to win, we're just, a couple extra games wouldn't hurt, you know. I don't know. What do you, what do you think? You think Jazz would do that? I don't think the Jazz would. Laurie Markkinen wants that's true the awards and the accolades for his contract money. That's true. So if I were him, I'd say I need to get back in that lineup. I want I want max money. So that's true. <laughs> so like I know last year he was like one spot away from getting All NBA, um, and I know if he was able to somehow sneak into All NBA, that could get him a big. Yeah, um, big max true. contract, but um, I think he's still eligible for a lot more than he's making right now. But either way, yeah, definitely, it's interesting. We, we've talked about the weird spot the Jazz are in, and the Jazz front office is pretty quiet about it, as they should be. But we, I wish we knew. I am predicting a move there. I could see it. Um, at least for quite a few moves, maybe not a significant move, but. Um, we could maybe dish out and be a selling team to some contending teams and maybe yeah. get some extra 
young players or draft picks. Yeah. I would love to see by then, obviously we're already working Taylor Hendricks in the lineup, but maybe even Bryce Sensabaugh, get him some minutes. The jazz okay, this is the, random. Yeah. Um, I think I sent you this highlight. I saw it this um, morning. Yes. Um, Salt Lake Stars, Bryce Sensabaugh, like, hit the most crazy okay, layup. Okay. He just, like, flicked his wrist. Yeah, he wasn't even, like, looking at the hoop, and he was, like, on his way down from the jump and laid it up without any effort. It was crazy. Yeah, he's kind of a freak athlete. Allegedly, in college, he was a really good three-point shooter. Yeah. Wow. It's kind of interesting. I mean, he he's got a couple does. extra inches. Yeah. Or, not that's bad. Not, that's not too crazy. So, so it w- I'd love to see him in the lineup, especially if we do make some deadline trades. I would guess that one of our guards gets traded. That would be my guess, but I, don't, I guess knows it'd be interesting if one of them got traded to see sensible get a couple extra minutes in the lineup yeah i mean if this is a tank year if this is kind of a throwaway year let's get all the experience we can oh, yeah while we're while we're at it okay oh, yeah. um in other news i guess we already talked a little bit about taylor hendrix getting some more minutes yeah he's been looking good hopefully we can maybe see him just as a rotational player now yeah yeah not bad i like i like taylor hendrix a lot Especially, I wasn't expecting him to be that type of defender. I guess we knew he was a good defender, but he's like... He's he's pretty athletic. He's got like an eight foot, seven foot or eight foot wingspan. Really long arms. Yeah, he has five uh, five blocks combined, or steals combined, sorry, in the last two games and a block. And you'd love to see that. I think one of the games he was like four for six shooting, which isn't like a ton of points, but that's like, that's pretty efficient. He's got a seven... A seven foot and a half inch wingspan. Oh my goodness. And a standing reach of eight foot eleven inches. Oh my gosh. Isn't he like six nine or something? Yeah, he's six, six foot eight. Dude, what? His like his vertical's like five inches longer than it should be. That's crazy. It's pretty insane. That's so, wild. I mean, he has to jump one foot and he's got a dunk. Or maybe yeah. a foot and a half. Oh dang. Pretty insane athlete. And yeah. If he can start scoring efficiently too that's like man it's hard to stop a guy that's i could see uh, an aaron gordon type player for us just really good defensively um not as much on offense but he does what we need yeah absolutely yeah he definitely there's definitely a role for him on the jazz hopefully he develops into that the before we talk about in-season tournament did you hear about the you heard all the drama with the the new stadium rumors and Draper, but especially people up in Davis County, you're you're drive. That means you're driving like an hour and a half to get to Draper mm-hmm. to go to a game instead of thirty minutes. Which I mean, hey, for minutes. us over here in like Provo Warham, that yeah, that'd be a cut nicer drive. But yeah. I think it's convenient for me, but maybe not for everybody yeah. else. So I'd probably still keep it in Salt Lake. Yeah, definitely affect the economy in Salt Lake, and yeah, it would be nice to have a new stadium. I wouldn't mind that, but. It's interesting. Hopefully, it's just a rumor. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. I mean, how much weight can you really give to... It's just a rumor. So, we'll see yeah. maybe if that develops any more, but... Yes. Salt Lake I... Tribune first posted it. So, if you trust the Tribune, then... Yeah. That's probably all we'll talk yeah. about that until yeah. it maybe surfaces and more yeah. if it just stays as a rumor. Absolutely. Okay, let's talk about in-season tournaments. Have yes. you been watching the games? Oh, my goodness. Yes. There's insane... I, I'm. Yeah. Is the Pacers still like your boys? You picked them at so. the beginning. I did, yeah. And you know, I wasn't. I think if you remember, I wasn't like super. But I was. I was watching that Pacers 
Who can I think? Celtics? Celtics game, yeah. When Tyrese Halliburton passed it ahead to, I don't even remember who, and he dunked it, and the whole crowd was like, it felt like an NBA Finals game, and I was like, in-season tournament so far has been a home run. And I've also yeah. loved just having it in Vegas. Yeah. Fans there love basketball, too. Like, oh, they all they really get right now is the summer league, which isn't uh-huh. as exciting. Yeah. So to, to see that game in Vegas, the huge stadium that they have there, oh, and it's it seems electric. Yeah, it's so dope. Yeah, it's fun. I think one of my boys, I really like Tyree. I wrote down one of his stats from... Looks like video game numbers. Dude, yeah. Last night scores. against... I keep forgetting the Bucks. He was twenty-seven, fifteen, and seven, and had zero turnovers. That's a fifteen That's to absurd. one. That's absurd. Holy crap! Ratio. He's playing out of his mind. It's insane. What what players have impressed you in the in the, in the tournament? tournament? Yeah. You know, my prediction was the Kings. Oh yeah. They let me down in the first good. round. I still still impressed with Der- De'Aaron Fox in yeah. general throughout the season. He's a baller. Honestly, just the Pacers team in general. Yeah. I've been impressed with um, just their offense as a team. Mm-hmm. With Tyrese at the lead ahead of it, they got Andrew Nimhard. I don't really, I didn't really yeah, watch him too much, but he played really good defense for them against Giannis in that game. Yeah. Uh, Miles Turner locking it down in the paint. So just really the Pacers overall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they're balling out. I, I feel like we say this every year, and I was with cautious. Like, I think the Lakers are figuring it out too. Like, I it's crazy the they have the record that they have, and they haven't had probably their best defender. Well, Vanderbilt's a really good defender for them. I wouldn't say best. He was he was pretty good. Yeah, and Rui, Rui Anthony Hachimura, Davis, right? Yeah, I forgot about him, but Rui Hachimura is one of their best role players. So it's crazy that they've been missing those two and that they're still doing this right now. And those guys are coming back. Yeah, so. it feels like LeBron's backpacking this, yeah, um, taking him through on his back. He, uh, yeah. he seems to be, this is, a real, this is the real deal. I think a lot of other players are going to fall in his lead. Oh, yeah. All right. Now we're going to be drafting Utah Jazz players from the 2010s. Uh, so let's dive into that. We're going to pick a point guard, shooting guard. Well, we're just going to pick a starting lineup. And yep, starting five, man. and let's do a six-man, too. Yeah, let's do it. I'm down for that. I've been looking through just, like, some of the past lineups that we've had over the decade. Yeah. And I'm excited. Um, there's a lot of players that I haven't heard their names in a yeah, long same. time. Um, and so, the Jazz, and you've been watching them 2010s, you're going to love this draft because you're going to see some throwbacks to some players. Yes, and and please let us know who won the draft. Yes, I, I know. also I think how we're gonna maybe judge the draft, but it's up to the viewers. Yes, um, say who has the better team, but I, I'm looking for a a team fit. Okay, um, I think I like, like a team that can play well together instead of just like individual talent. Yeah, but I like that. Yeah, I'm looking at their prime too, so I'm hoping so it's yeah, will fit it'll well be debatable, but we'll yeah. we'll see. I guess. You can how go we, first, too. How are we going to decide? Maybe... Uh, you can go first. Okay. That's fine. We'll do a serpentine so you okay. can get two and three. All right. With the first pick in the draft, let's see. I'm going to take Donovan Mitchell. Okay. That's a good pick. That is a really good pick. Um, on that note, 
I'm going to take... I'll take Rudy Gobert. I think those two guys ruled this area. Dang, this I was, area, I was so. hoping that you... Maybe yeah. somehow that he could fall to me, but... Past. Um, and with my second pick, I'm going to take... This is tough. I'm going to take Darren Williams. Only Shoot. played at the beginning of it, of course. He only had one but, year in the 2010s in 2010. <laughs> yes, but arguably his best year with the Jazz, even though that was kind of the year that he caused us to implode, but... But, yeah, I was looking at that. I was may, like maybe going to draft him, he, but they did finish 11th seed that year. Yeah, that was when we like traded He played away. well individually. Yeah, that was a really good year. I remember that year we went, we like, that was when you played 10 preseason games. We went like 10 and 0 and then we started oh, yeah. like, we were like a top three seed until everything happened with Jerry Sloan and that was a rough year at the end. But, but yeah, I'll go with Darren Williams and Rudy Gobert. So, we got players. I'm going to take Lori Markinen. Oh, okay. My next pick. And Gordon Hayward, even Ooh, though okay. Gordon Hayward was a bucket. So yeah, we're, we're all offense right now. Yes, he was. Okay. Well, my team's, my goal, my team's to be just an absolute defensive juggernaut. So I'm going to take AK 47, Andre Kirilenko arguably actually probably not arguably i was going to say best defender in jazz history but i already have him on my team Rudy Gobert, so maybe the second best okay i just realized laurie marketing did not play <laughs> oh okay in the 2010s so you can pick somebody else should i swap it out if you want to okay so you you get you keep uh Karolinko okay. for sure um, but yeah, Markinen didn't play. I just realized that. But anyways, okay. So in his place, let's see. Okay, so I already got Donovan Mitchell, Gordon Hayward. So I, I guess, how many picks do I have now? You get two, yeah. I think or you still have one more. So I'll pick, and then you go ahead. Okay. So with my next pick, I'm gonna take Paul Millsap instead. Oh dang! Okay, that was. That was gonna be a little bit of picks. defense. That's a good one. We need we have some offense with Mitchell and Hayward, but That's now really good Millsap one. will be locking it down. Okay. So I get one more pick. So I'm gonna take Kyle Corver. Really? But I want the version of Kyle Corver from his first stint with the Jazz. Because he was a baller back then. Was that in the twenty tens? Yeah. I'm gonna look it up. That's actually a good check. I thought he was we, we'll count it it was uh 2009 to 2010 okay it touched he played, the he played right. there so yeah we'll give you that technically also yeah okay that's fair okay so yeah, he got 53 percent from three that year so that's, that's wild that was pretty yeah, good really good okay do you have another pick or are no that was my two okay with my next pick i'm gonna take joe ingles to run the Ooh. point to run the point. Yeah, I mean, Donovan Mitchell and Joe Ingles, they can kind of yeah, take turns true. taking the ball up, but I, he's got that true. playmaking. It is true. Hmm. Oh, wait, you get one more? I think you get one more pick, right? You took Joe Ingles, you get one more. Ooh, my six man or my center? Oh, okay, for my center, I'm going to take Al Jefferson. Yeah, that was my second center. Yep, I think that's a no-brainer. He was baller. I think he had like 20-20 games. And yeah. It's crazy how like our whole 2010s was pretty much dominated by 
first Al Jefferson, then Rudy Gobert. The only other guy yeah. I had was Hassan Whiteside, but I didn't really want. <laughs> Let's forget about Hassan yeah. Whiteside. For, yeah. um, I really, well, I'm not going to talk anymore because there's still some players I'm looking at. But yeah. Well, I know neither of us going to take Ennis Cantor, obviously. Cause, yeah. Anyways. Wait, you should. You totally should. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I still need a power forward and a sixth man. So I'm going to take... I think I'm going to take Boyan Bogdanovich. Okay. He was definitely in the 2010s, right? Yeah, 2019 is when he showed up. So barely, just at the end. But but a good... Uh, yeah, a good good player for the Jazz. Maybe the best player to wear 44? Yeah. I, think so. <laughs> I can't... Well, actually, didn't uh, Pete Maravich wear 44? Either way. Yeah. It's a weird number to wear. Yeah. And then... My sixth man, I think I'm going to take take Alec Burks, actually. Absolute, Dang, he was not on my board. Absolute baller. I keep forgetting. Every time I see like the Pistons play, I always forget how good Alec Burks was. Just kind of was just buried in some other really good players we had. But yeah, that's my... Th- I mean, we drafted him and he played for the Jazz... He played seven seasons in the 2010s for the Ten. Jazz. Yeah, that's crazy. Seven and a half, you count, like when he got traded. Yeah, he baller. And he had one year where he averaged 14 points a game, played 78 games that year. Yeah, that's wild. He was a decent defender too, really quick. Yeah, he he also was definitely a six-man build. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just wanted to get buckets, and that's what his role was, so that yeah. worked. I I'm surprised that you left this person on oh, the board. Oh, shoot. Who did I leave? Just want to make sure he's playing in the 2010s um, real quick. Okay, he's he, he snuck in. Jordan Clarkson for my oh, sixth man. Oh, shoot. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah that's a good. So uh, I'll go through all for just three we, years. We'll go through Should we do coach? <laughs> 2010. There's only we'll, – we'll, we won't be curious, like, what were our coaches? I think it was just Tyrone Corbin and Quinn Snyder, right? Yeah, Will Hardy was after the 2010s. Yeah. Or maybe Jerry, did you count Jerry Sloan? It was that he retired 2009-2010 season, I guess technically, yeah. Okay, yeah. So Jerry coached in 2011, but he, Tyrone Corbin also took over that same okay. year. Interesting. So, yeah, we won't draft a coach, but it's without a doubt. Jerry. Quinn Snyder dominated the 2010s. Yeah. He had 323 wins mm-hmm. in his tenure. Tyrone Corbin, 104. Yeah, I remember when uh, Gordon Hayward left, I was listening to sports radio, and somebody was talking about how he was the guy that was going to lead us that next year. That's what I thought, too. Yeah, and little did we know Donovan Mitchell was just on the doorstep ready to... Yeah, once Donovan Mitchell kind of came into his scene, trade, (laughs) got rid of Rodney Hood right away. Yeah, we left him off. We left... um, I kind of wanted to draft. That's what right? I was gonna say. Yeah, that was a good um, one. Had to go with Joe Ingles, though. Yeah. I don't know. Would you have said? Would you have picked Rubio if you were me? But I don't know. Yeah, Ricky Rubio is a hard guy to fit into a lineup. I feel like you got to have a lot of really good. Joe Ingles is a lot better of a three-point shooter, yeah. so that's why I picked him. And a better defender. Right. Mike Conley's a tough one to leave off. Yes. Just kind of. I think Mike Conley's honestly one of my favorite players this decade. Yeah. It's interesting the point guards the Jazz have had. We haven't. Darren Williams is obviously the best one 
maybe not longevity wise, but over that time period. But we've also had Devin Harris. He balled out for us. For he a was so time. good. George Hill. Do you had remember? A good do you remember Randy Foy? Oh, I forgot about Randy. <laughs> That's Ford. a name. Yeah, dude. No, I, he was a bucket from three point. Oh yeah, dude. Um, I don't know why that reminds me of. Uh, do you remember Sunday out of Gaines when he hit that? Yes. That's Wesley a, Matthews, we left off. Yeah, he's pretty good. Was Ronnie Brewer and CJ Miles with those guys? I don't know if they're twenty tens. They might be too early. Yeah. Another uh, Joe Johnson that one year. Oh yeah. When we beat the Clippers and he hit that game winner in the playoffs. Baller. Um he was I was thinking about him as my sixth man as well. Yeah. Oh, CJ Miles 2010-11. He went to 11-12. George right. Hill. George Hill's a really good one, yeah. I don't know him at the same level for me. Definitely not Trey Burke. Just kidding. <laughs> Trey Burke <laughs> liked him at Michigan. Things. Yeah. Trey Burke had a couple other good stops after us, just not just didn't work with us for some reason. And his Cantor same he he kind of balled out with the Thunder. Ennis, you mean Ennis Freedom? Oh, yeah, Ennis Freedom, I bet. <laughs> the refugee, now U.S. citizen. Yeah. Um, he's much more tolerable now than he was back then when he kind of told off jazz fans and, and on his ex. Yeah, no, he's crazy. interesting. He played for a lot of teams after the jazz. Yeah. He's kind of a journeyman. Yeah, but that also reminds me we left off Derrick Rose and Russell Westbrook, of course. Oh, my gosh. Just kidding. Not 2010s, but interesting. Kid me was excited for Derrick Rose, but yes. that it was never going to happen. Jazz have a great history. Great, great to be Jazz fans. That's I can't imagine being a fan of the of a team like the, you know, like Kings are doing well now. But like, what are you going to do? And would have been really hard to be a Kings fan in the yeah. 2010s. Just all you really have to. Be excited about his Demarcus Cousins yep. and his technicals, but and it will never work out to a playoff at least, right? But, well, I guess before we close out, let's talk about some BYU basketball. Let's go. They're doing so well. Yeah. The, what What expectation did you have for them before the season? Oh man, I I really did. I kind of thought we were going to be like a five hundred team in college basketball, mm-hmm. which is not obviously not great for college basketball, and but like now it's looking like if like if we beat Utah tomorrow, I think we'll go undefeated until conference play. Yeah. Which is like we don't really play anybody. Yeah, Wyoming's crazy. probably our next toughest game, but that's not really it's that that puts us at like thirteen and zero going to conference play. And it's like and right now net ranking we're number one, which means if the tournament started today, we would be a number one seed, which is just mind. That doesn't make any sense to me. It's mind blowing. <laughs> um I'm still skeptical a little bit. Yeah. Because I want to see how we play against some of the Big 12 teams. Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess Utah will be a good test tomorrow. Um, they're okay. I yeah. feel like I think we were still favored in that game. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we're uh, they're six and two. I think they they put up a decent fight against Houston, who's currently the number one team. There's if I I really do love this BYU team that like. We're just all around a good team. Like we have good defenders. We're straight up elite at three point shooting. And the interesting thing is, is that we haven't even had Dawson Baker hasn't even played. He's supposed mm-hmm. to be really good. And Foose hasn't played in like three games. Who's also very good. So we could be a very good team. Hopefully we're healthy by yeah. the time conference starts. According to DraftKings, we're favored by four points. Are we okay? So that's still kind of a close line. Yep. 
I saw last night the Huntsman Center sold out. Yeah, it's going to be insane. Word on the street is that's mostly BYU fans, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it ends up going. Yeah, but it'll be a good game. Good time to be a BYU fan. For sure. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode, Tuned In Podcast. Um, we're grateful for every single person that listens to this um, each week. I've really enjoyed doing this. Yeah, absolutely. We're grateful to spend this time with you each week and we'd love to hear your thoughts on the podcast we said every week but also we need to know whose team won so don't forget to comment <laughs> yeah go ahead and on all go stuff. ahead and vote on which team you would you would draft or which team you think is better yeah peace yeah.